0: Hey friends, today it's just me and this episode, I'm going to talk about who I am and why I do this, why I have this podcast to help you bridge your inner and outer worlds and why I hold these sacred and centered circles to help women reconnect with their essence and why I have a private client practice as a depth hypnosis and applied shamanic practitioner. And so while I feel like I continue to define who I am, I thought I would share a bit of my story. And that would perhaps give you a bit a framework of how I arrived here and why I feel so moved to be doing this work. So let's begin. So I grew up wanting to please my parents. And like most kids, they tend to do that. But for me, I really, really wanted to please my father. I would go out of my way to make sure that I was viewed positively by him and avoid his criticism. And unknowingly, this created a pattern that evolved into me being a perfectionist. And there's probably just a bit of my general nature that lends to that. But what I realized is that that challenge was really a struggle that I found In expressing what I wanted or how I felt, because all I knew is how others told me what I wanted or told me how I felt or should feel. So, this was sort of my patterning, and this traveled with me through adolescence and into adulthood and pretty much most of my life. So, I was looking for others for acceptance, approval, friendship, trust intimacy and desire. And when I received this, I felt seen and validated and needed, like I had a purpose, but it was someone else's purpose. And oftentimes someone else's need that I was feeling. So then my biggest professional challenge is that I moved through my career as a really good people pleaser. I would please my boss. I pleased my colleagues and even my peers. And what I found is that when I did this, it opened up opportunities for me. I worked hard to please others in one job. And then that would open up my next opportunity, my next role or my next advancement or my next promotion. But really what was happening is I was a puppet. I towed the corporate line. I did what was asked of me. I delivered what was needed by whatever deadline it was. And while that really opened up and moved me into leadership roles, it also resulted in that I had really high standards of myself and not only of myself, but of others too. And I was proud of this. After all, that sounded far better than being called a perfectionist or God forbid, asking somebody asking me, who am I? Or even asking me to describe my ways or how I work. So while in parallel to all this, I also was working in a traditional patriarchal industry where the woman's role was to be supportive and to complete what was asked and to bring people together to reach a goal and to get them across a certain milestone or to a certain place. And so that came naturally to me because I valued myself and how others viewed me, which just further ingrained this pattern that I, you know, established growing up in in my birth family. So I was loyal and a successful corporate soldier in a male-dominated industry and didn't even realize all this was happening until a particular event happened. And while there was probably three big events, the first event happened when I was leading a team my probably the largest team that i managed and there was a gentleman on my team who was asking for direction on how to handle a situation i gave him my response that felt right and in alignment with the corporate policy and he didn't like it so he went above me to my manager and looked for a different response and who my manager gave him a different direction to go that completely dismissed and undermined my response to him. And that was just my last straw. And I went into his office, of course, very emotional. And I told him, I quit. And I didn't even know where this came from, but I knew like I was done. And it was at that point in my career. Thank God my manager at the time, he was very understanding and said, How about you just take a little bit of time off and let's have you work with someone and figure out, you know, kind of what's next. And it was that was the first time that I sat down and started to look at who I am and what I want and what I'm good at and what I enjoy doing. And so I kind of in in shamanic terms it was a huge power retrieval for me and even a soul retrieval of starting to take back some of my power and starting to really just begin to reconnect with who I was. So that was my first really pivotal point in my life. And the second was also my career where years later I was, seeing the writing on the wall of downsizing. And I walked into my manager's office, the the executive vice president at the time. And in my one-on-one meeting, I suggested that I leave the company, establish myself as a solopreneur, and then immediately return as an independent contractor. So to this day, I'm not really sure what came over me to do that because at that point in my life. I didn't feel like I really had a strong entrepreneurial bone in my body, but I said that. And so a week later we met again and he said, let's move forward with that. And then I had that, Oh shit moment of what, what's happening. What did I just say? What, what's, what, what I do next. And What I realized and starting to look at that relationship is that that relationship, that working relationship caused a lot of stress for me below the surface because it also was a relationship that really resembled the relationship of my younger self with my father. And that wasn't serving me. So I feel like at a subconscious level, that I had had enough. And it was like, let me be independent. And what I didn't know is that by doing that, I really had to figure out who I am, what value I bring to the work that I do, what the heck work do I do? And so that was another, I mean, I live in the Bay Area, so I'll use the earthquake metaphor is that was really like a a magnitude of a 7.0 earthquake for this really cautious, low risk taker who loves stability. Like that sort of rocked my world. Yet it was 100% what I needed for myself. I needed to be fully independent. I needed to call all the shots. And I really need to make all the decisions for myself that I realized any decision I made benefited me, impacted me, And that was exhilarating and overwhelming and incredibly frightening, but that's what I needed. And so that was a second point in my life where I felt like I started to really start to pick up my scattered pieces and start to become even more whole in the work that I was doing, where I was now at the helm and I was leading my career. I was leading the direction I was to go. And the third point in my story that I'll share is the day I decided to step into my spiritual path of service and being of help for others to find themselves on their own path. And that really came about, um, after our daughters were born, our twin daughters were born. And my hidden spiritual curiosity became so real where I had questions where I was accepting nothing less than clean, clear answers, where I wanted to know why our daughters, we have twin daughters, why they came as a pair, why they chose us as parents. I wanted to know why one of them had a birthmark on her leg, what you know, where did that happen in her past lives? And I found that I was behaving in in ways as a parent that I always said I would never do. So I also had a little bit of ammunition there to really, ammunition? No, motivation to really um, start to be more curious and follow that spiritual curiosity. And that's where I then found myself in the office of a clinical psychologist, a depth hypnosis practitioner. And I never looked back. I, through that journey, I experienced some profound learnings that there's no way my logical mind could have arrived there. And it really was so clarifying, so healing, so enlightening, so moving, and so because of that, I then became a student of this modality and this practice, and then eventually I received sort of a guidance from my compassioning, compassioning, my compassionate helping spirits that I I work with that I needed to be of greater service. And I needed to put myself out there doing this work to help people elevate and move forward. So I went through all the certifications to feel like I was qualified and seen as a, an expert in, in this area and found myself then here. So I'm confident that well now i'm confident that these three really momentous instances in my la- in my life needed to happen in that order they needed to be in that sequence for me to arrive where i am today and i really needed things to get bad in my job before i stepped into my power and really started to look inward for wisdom for insights and guidance. And that initial shift in my patterning eventually empowered me to take a pivotal change in my career to do this work. So this deep learning curve that happened over my, you know, that span of time has really allowed me, not only allowed me to step into this work, but really illuminated my path to stepping into this spiritual journey, this profound healing so that I can be of greater service to others. So all that said, the greatest lesson I learned from all this is that by increasing my personal power in the most sacred way was accessing my inner wisdom. It's when I found and established a pathway to my deepest knowing And that's when I re-remembered what I'm called to do. And that's what sparked an awakening within my consciousness that 100% aligns with me and my authentic self. It's like I found myself. I discovered myself. I discovered how to live with myself and to live harmoniously in my life and on this earth. So that is what really is the flame behind my work. That is what keeps me hitting record, why I am so moved to hold these sacred and center circles in the business setting to help other women and men, frankly, to reconnect with their their divine femininity, their softness, their wisdom, that inner knowing, that inner guidance, to really steer people in a way that as a collective, we need now more than ever to help us save the, you know, the greatest, you know, divine feminine, which is mother earth. Oh my God, my headphones are falling down. So that that's my story. So that's a peek into who I am, which, you know, I'm still really figuring out who I am. But it's more of why I'm doing this work and why I will keep holding my sparkler in life that will keep me lit to keep showing up for you. So I share all of this in hopes that there's something here that you can relate to, that you can find inspiring or an invitation to look inward for yourself and if it inspires you enough to have a conversation, then let's talk. Find me, connect with me. I would love to hear your story. I'd love to hear any parallels that you've had in your life of picking up your pieces and reempowering yourself with your own form of a power retrieval or a soul retrieval, so that you too can appear whole, Mm, not appear. You can be whole. You can feel whole. You can move through life whole. So with that, I see the divine in you. Bye friend.